across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Okay, well, thank you so much for staying with us. My guest this afternoon is Professor Skumbuzo Mgati, who is the head of department at the English, um, uh, the Department of English at the University of Johannesburg. So graciously has allowed to be with us, uh, with us this afternoon for about an hour. Prof, thank you so much for your time. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon, Pamela. How are you? Well, we well. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. Um, it was important for us to kind of get somebody who who's been tracing um, the, the the lineage of the Zulu family for a while. So we really appreciate it. It's, it's been quite tricky getting somebody who, who's willing to discuss this. You, let's take it back, Prof, and, and see where you want to pick it up from. Well, it's a tricky question, of course, yes. uh, because um, historians don't agree. Yes, that's why. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly on, on it. the narratives, yes. on the historical narratives uh, that have been uh, deployed on on this question of um, succession, uh, but it is also a question that um, has always been uh, contested uh, as a question but also as a practice when mm-hmm. one talks about succession uh, one is talking about a an institution that is the institution of the monarchy uh, in which uh, there isn't one successor mm-hmm. um, one clear successor uh, and also there are rules that govern uh, succession so that uh, the wife that the king marries first um, and the children that issue from that marriage including male children because succession concerns male children in the Zulu culture uh, is not automatically uh, the chief wife uh, who will whose son will succeed the king. Uh, in the particular case of uh, the late king, Goodwill Zolitini, uh, the chief wife um, was Man- the late uh, Queen Mantombi, uh, whose son, Mrs. Zulu, is supposed to be uh, the successor to the king. And this is, of course, also part of uh, their, uh, the condition of their marriage, that she would be, she was the third uh, to be married, but... Um, because of her royal origins, uh, she was uh, to become the first wife. If you let's we'll take us along, because when does that get decided upon? In the sense that if there has been before her a chief wife, do they go back and reassess that position? Since, as you said, because of her own origins, is that do you is that what happened here? I would say yes, it is what happened here because um, the marriage between uh, the late King Goodwill Zolitini and Queen Mantombi uh, came with a condition mm-hmm. uh, that was in 1973, came with a condition that uh, uh, Queen Mantombi would become uh, the first wife. and. Uh, in terms of dynasty and custom around uh, and the custom around uh, dynasty uh, that uh, decides uh, simultaneously uh, the king's successor so so prof help me out if is it always the case that then the what would have been before her time chief wife does give consensus and agrees to this 
I'm, I'm made to understand that the first wife is always consulted with, with matters like this. I would say that uh, all the wives uh, should be consulted uh, when it comes to these matters. And the first wife, Queen Spongile Lamini, uh, should have a say as, as the first wife. But uh, when one traces uh, the the laws of succession uh, in Zulu culture, uh, historically that is, one would find that uh, there isn't a blueprint um, for uh, who would succeed the king. There are always disputes mm-hmm. uh, over uh, succession. Uh, and so in, in this particular case, uh, what you have uh, is a, an unusual situation in which um, uh, the king has has uh, passed on, and uh, the chief wife, uh, Queen Mantombi, has also passed on, and uh, Mrs. Zulu, uh, Prince Mrs. Zulu, is, in terms of uh, the agreement uh, on the event of the marriage and, and dynastic rules, of course, uh, should succeed um, the king. And this also happened uh, in the case of, of Shaga's succession yes, yes. Uh, of uh, his father, Chief Senzangakona. Uh, Senzangakona um, had already uh, chosen uh, a successor, Numkwaimba, also known as Sikuchana, in Shaga's absence. Remember that uh, uh, Queen Nandi had not married mm-hmm. uh, Chief Senzangakona and, in fact, had married someone else, mm-hmm. uh, Chief Kendayana, and, and bore uh, two children, Shaga's half-siblings, mm-hmm. uh, with Kendayana. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Shaga, in terms of uh, legalities, if one could call uh, than that uh, was not uh, a legal yes, uh, yes. successor mm-hmm. uh, to the Zulu throne. And uh, when he settled uh, among the Tetuas, that is Shaga, because he lived in exile, yes. first uh, at uh, his mother's uh, f- family, uh, Elangene, and then uh, at Dingiswayo's uh, place, uh, he was not a legal successor to the throne, and it was only uh, on the death of his father that he returned uh, to Zululand to claim uh, the throne. So that, and of course, uh, his mother was uh, from uh, a royal house mm-hmm. uh, in Elangeni. So what you do find, uh, even though there might be uh, laws of succession mm-hmm. are disputes over who should succeed. Uh, and nowadays, one uh, is also talking about uh, the type of marriage mm-hmm. uh, that is supposed to give uh, the status of first wife. Mm-hmm. For example, Queen Spongile Zamini believes that uh, her marriage is the only Supersedes. legal one, yes. uh, the, the civil marriage. But isn't uh, that interesting? I was intrigued by the fact that her choice of what she refers to is civil, not necessarily the traditional courts as well. Um, yes. just, just that for me was quite interesting how what has become now prominent for her 
is the civil court rather than uh, and a civil marriage uh, rather than what would have been a, a traditional arrangement, a traditional negotiation, a traditional way of resolving disputes. Yes, uh, that is interesting, of course, uh, because um, in my view, and if one goes back uh, to historical records, uh, that wouldn't have been the claim mm. uh, that, um, well, there's a special arrangement uh, for her as not just the first wife to be married to the king, but also as the only wife yes. to have been married uh, under civil law. Yes. Uh, now, that claim uh, goes against uh, what one may consider the wishes of uh, the king, at least if one uh, looks back at uh, the marriage between King Goodwill Zolitini and Queen Mantombi uh, in, in 1973. Um, one would say that... Uh, the successor had already been chosen mm -hmm. then before uh, he was born. Uh, but the turn of events uh, today, uh, after the death of, of the king and, and the queen, uh, means that uh, something is shifting, mm -hmm. or at least a shift is being demanded mm -hmm. uh, by one uh, of the king's houses mm -hmm. uh, to... Uh, rethink uh, the succession yeah. uh, tradition. Let's take a pause there, Prof, if you don't mind. I want to take a spot break and uh, I will also welcome calls on 011-714-2006. You can also send those questions through on WhatsApp on 0614-104-107. It may not necessarily be a question, but a comment. I welcome all of that in a short while. Uh, Jerry. Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. Professor Skumbuzo Mgati is the head of Department of English at the University of Johannesburg. We're discussing the royal succession plan in the royal Zulu home. Um, as we know, a lot has happened in the past couple of weeks, and now we are sitting here with two court cases um, that have been presented by the Queen. And um, we are having that conversation around, you know, what kind of, of, of decisions people make, where do they look for resolutions of disputes, and what is a succession in in situation like this. So, uh, Professor Mgati, thank you so much for your patience and for, for allowing us to, to take that break. Let me ask you this. Um, we also know that, as you said, contestations are always there because there isn't a blue, necessarily a blueprint. There is a guide, but there isn't necessarily a blueprint when it comes to succession plans. I wanted to touch a little bit on, on, on Princess Mgabai Gajama, who, who herself played some role in, in being the, I'll call her a kingmaker as well in her time. Yes. Uh, that is an important example um, which could be seen in the light of uh, Queen Mansambi's um, role um, as regent uh, queen uh, recently. Um, queen, uh, queen Princess Mkabai uh, was uh, one of the daughters uh, of uh, Prince Senzanya Kona's father, Jam. The other daughter was Mawa or Mama. Uh, who uh, left uh, Zululand uh, to settle in Natal uh, as Lungwini or in the land mm -hmm. of the white people. Mkabai um, played a, a prominent role as... Can I just pause you there, Prof, just, yes. f just for clarity? 
The distinction between who then became more prominent, she was a twin, wasn't she? Yes, she Princess was a Mahma. twin yes. uh, with, with Mama or Mawa. Yes. Yes. And and I'm just saying, you know, how how did that come about that she then became more prominent than the other twin? Uh, well, according to uh, historical records, she was uh, the older twin, okay, uh, or the senior twin, y- yes, yes, of the two, okay, yes. And um, at the time that uh, Jama passed on, uh, Prince Sanzangakona was still young mm-hmm. uh, to take over as as king or as chief uh, as as uh, it was before the zulu nation was uh, in reality uh, a nation mm-hmm. uh, because that came with mm-hmm. uh, the kingship of shaga yes. uh, that is uh, the kingship of um, prince sanzangakona's son mm-hmm. uh, and so mkabayi played the same role that uh, queen mantombi uh, was playing um, recently before mm-hmm. she passed on as uh, the queen regent mm-hmm. uh, holding uh, power or the throne mm-hmm. um, for uh, Prince Senzangakona. So, but Mkabai's role extended beyond that. It extended beyond uh, the life of Shaga as king. Uh, she also uh, influenced the cause of kingship after Shaga's death so that, for example, Shaga's brother, Dingan, who was involved in, in the assassination of King Shaga, uh, became king uh, on the wishes of uh, Mkabai. Uh, and uh, Mkabai did not uh, prefer uh, Mpande, uh, the younger brother uh, of uh, Dingane and Shaga, as the successor of Dingane, so that Mpande uh, colluded uh, with the whites. Uh, to defeat Dingane. But Mkabai was always present uh, in the shaping of the Zulu um, of the Zulu kingship and the Zulu throne. Mm. And, and I mean, when you speak about shaping it, it there were a lot of things that happened um, under her watch. You know, there were, um, as in, you said, collusions and so on. So it wasn't just influenced by way of saying it. A lot happened uh, in her era. Yes, of course, uh, there, were, there were killings. Yes. Of course, um, you had uh, another brother uh, of Shaga's, Nshangana, who was also involved in the assassination of Shaga, killed. Yes. Um, and historically, she was, uh, he was killed on the instructions of Mkabai. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and, and Bopas Kasitai, who was Shaga's seventh, uh, who also participated in the assassination of Shaga was also killed. So Mkabai was uh, a kingmaker mm-hmm. in the old sense of the word, uh, which was um, uh, in the form of um, directly influencing succession uh, by eliminating those claimants uh, to the to the Zulu throne uh, whom she didn't regard as. Uh, well, as close to her. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to succession uh, in Zulu history, uh, one had uh, powerful figures, uh, and those powerful figures, sometimes kings themselves, including, for example, uh, Shaga himself, including um, Dikiswayo's mm-hmm. father, including uh, the king of uh, the Amakunu, Makingwan, uh, tried to el- also tried to eliminate uh, their, uh, their mm-hmm. children who would take over 
the throne after their death because of the suspicion that they might kill the king mm-hmm. uh, in order to take over from uh, from him. So Dingiswai, for example, uh, was well escaped death uh, after his brother Tana uh, was killed by by their father. And it is Dingiswai, whose name was Kotongwana, who whose uh, name Dingiswai came from the fact that he was banished. Uh, was uh, in in some ways influential in uh, Shaga's accession to the Zulu throne. Uh, Makwingwana uh, also killed two of his sons and others escaped. So uh, succession was either uh, by... the, the, the natural cause of, of, of events, mm-hmm. uh, that is, uh, the son of the great wife would succeed to the king. But it was also a very dangerous yeah. uh, event in which uh, the king, uh, such as uh, Matlingwana or Dingiswaya and Tana's father, uh, and Shaga himself, uh, would worry that uh, their uh, successors would want to kill them before their time. Uh, and there was also intrigue, uh, there was also innuendo, gossip within uh, the, uh, the royal family, uh, which in many ways determined the ways in which succession uh, would uh, would mm-hmm. be determined. Uh, in the case of Mbande, for example, um, uh, you had Tuayo and Bulazi who, who came from uh, different houses and uh, they fought over kingship because Mbande had not decided uh, or at least had uh, changed his mind mm. about who would succeed him and eventually Kwechwayo uh, succeeded uh, Mbande over um, Bulazi but after a, a fight between them as well. And so you, there was no real... A culture of succession that was not also influenced by the wishes of uh, the sitting king mm-hmm. and also uh, by the wishes of uh, the wives around mm-hmm. the kings. Uh, in the case of Mpande, for example, uh, his young wife, Nomanchali, was uh, suspected of influencing uh, King Pande uh, to choose uh, her own son, Tonga, as uh, the, the successor after him. So you have these dynamics within uh, the, the, the monarchy, uh, which one sees playing out uh, in, in this particular yeah. case uh, of, uh, of the Zulu uh, kingship uh, race. Absolutely fascinating. We'll pause there and, and come back after the headlines. But it is, though, one thirty, And let me go to Leander Maume for the very latest in headlines. Hi, Pumelo. Uh, it's Lois Ogwala here. From Ranfonden. Pumelo, I have a question. Does uh, Queen Mantombi Lamini have a son? Uh, because traditionally, if we go traditionally, women were not allowed to be kings. So does she have a son except the. that I know have. Her firstborn is actually a woman. Doesn't that make this very complicated? It's just what it's running through my head, Pumelo. Uh, mm. Professor Mgati, your, your response to that? Uh, Prince Mrs. Zulu Zulu is uh, Prince, uh, sorry, Queen Mantombi's son. Mm. Okay, so that that's, is he the first child? Uh, she, uh, sorry, he is the first. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that clears that out uh, very quickly. Let's go to another voice note. 
Uh, I was Pam, good afternoon, and uh, all listeners, including myself. This fight that we we see playing itself out now at the Royal House, it has nothing to do with succession. It has everything to do with money. Just remember the steep paint that the, the monarchy receives from government. I think it could be 3 million, 5 million, 10 million. It depends on the budget for that particular uh, financial year. So the kids, all they're doing is to fight for money. You know, every leadership position is, is, is an issue of contestation because power equals to money. Money equals to authority. This is Lucy from Tembisa Square Camp. Thank you. Prof, um, I mean, I, I would like you to respond to that, but equally, one can also argue that, I mean, contestations have been seen in areas where money not, is not necessarily um, an issue, um, and, and there is still contestation of, of the throne. Yes, I would agree that, uh, well, I would say that both yes. uh, positions uh, are valid uh, because um, accession uh, to the throne uh, of the Zulu kingdom has always been about power, mm. um, maybe not in the form of money as such, mm. uh, but uh, power in the form of uh, of authority over land, mm. uh, authority over uh, people mm-hmm. that uh, the king rules over mm-hmm. um, and of course uh, the prestige mm. uh, that came with uh, kingship so uh, there's always power involved uh, which is why there are always disputes mm. uh, around who becomes the next king uh, but as you say, uh, money may not necessarily be the motivating factor, but prestige. And prestige does attract uh, material gain. Uh, so uh, one could say, for example, that it would be uh, a cross uh, interpretation mm-hmm. of the culture of succession to say that it hinges on money Mm -hmm. or only on money. I would say that it hinges on prestige, but it also hinges on a certain cultural precedent. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, uh, if the successor uh, to the king has already been chosen before any dispute Mm -hmm. uh, could come about, uh, that would be considered the will of the king. Mm. And uh, among the Zulus, uh, at least historically, the will of the king cannot be negated. Mm. Uh, the king uh, is known as, uh, in Zulu, umlomo ongatetimanga, the mass that mm. never lies. Mm. Uh, so in this case, uh, whether one is talking about the modern will, uh, the document mm-hmm. uh, which expresses the wishes of the king or uh, its original sense that is the will of the king mm-hmm. uh, as the king states it uh, one would still say that um, the will of the king is the final word yeah. uh, on the question of succession mm-hmm. uh, and in the particular case of um, uh, King Goodwill Zuelitini uh, the, the will of the king uh, was already settled yes. uh, 
on the marriage yes. of uh, King Zulitini and Queen Mantombi in 1973. So unless that aspect uh, of it is disputed, uh, then one would uh, revert to uh, the document, uh, the modern will uh, that is being disputed now. But I'm not quite sure if the modern will that is the document that is being disputed now uh, is a replacement of the will of the king or at least of the condition of his marriage in 1973. And that is where I believe uh, a question uh, needs to be asked and answered need to be given as to whether uh, the, the, the right claimant uh, to, the, to the throne has not already been determined uh, before this uh, current dispute. In a situation like today where we have now um, one going to the civil courts, to the courts, what, what, what's the role of the traditional courts in this instance? I think the role of the traditional courts uh, would have to um, come into play here. And I think that uh, the traditional uh, prime minister, uh, Chief Mangosut Butelis, is trying to represent that voice. Mm. Uh, he is calling for calm, for example. Uh, he is invoking uh, a tradition. Uh, and so, and, and he is, and it is not the first time that he has played this role. And I think that before uh, King Zulitini himself ascended the Zulu throne, uh, there was some dispute as to whether uh, Prince Mkwaizeni should vacate the throne as regent. Uh, and there was some resistance there, if I'm historically correct. But uh, Prince uh, Mangosu Tutelezi played a role in uh, diffusing that uh, particular dispute. And so I think that there will be a role uh, played by tradition in deciding who would follow uh, after the king uh, as, as the new king of the Zulus. Now, the courts uh, yes. have been um, summoned uh, to resolve uh, disputes um, over succession, and this is not just succession in relation to kingship, but also uh, we know about uh, powerful uh, figures uh, in churches. Uh, when they die, they there are disputes mm, um, mm, uh, mm. between or among the sons mm. uh, as to who should take over the role uh, of the leader of that church. We know this, um, for example, in the case of Shembe, yes. which has split into three uh, groups, I think. And and so, in the case of uh, the Zulu royal family, uh, you have something similar uh, where the disputes. Uh, do come up, uh, but, you know, in the past, uh, they would be resolved uh, through uh, some form of um, negotiation uh, or violence. Mm. Um, And in this case, the courts uh, are being invoked to settle this dispute. So there is this tension between, uh, and I don't want to be too general and say that between modernity and tradition, but there is a Uh, dispute that we see here between 
what is supposed to be uh, traditional or customary yes. and what um, is supposed to be modern, be- supposed be- to be uh, determined by the courts. Prof, for me, this, this is a, a major turning point and, and also, you know, the role of the courts as we know them today and who presides over the matter and, and what, what does this mean going forward? What, what precedence is this going to set? for decision-making in in the royal household? I think that uh, you are right. I think it depends largely on what the outcome is going to be. Uh, For example, uh, is the royal family going to listen to tradition Mm -hmm. uh, or is it going to Mm -hmm. go ahead and dispute uh, the will of the king Mm -hmm. uh, as they are doing so now at least uh, a part of the royal family is disputing uh, the authenticity of the will. Um, now, my sense, of course, is that uh, tradition might win over uh, the day uh, because uh, there's a lot invested in the institution mm. of the monarchy. And I don't think that, um, as in the case of church uh, leadership disputes, uh, something similar ri- is riding on this. Uh, particular case. I think a lot more than just uh, the issue of succession uh, and the issue of material gain Mm. uh, is riding on Mm. this particular uh, dispute. Mm. Uh, I think um, the the caller who talked about money as at the center of the dispute uh, is in part right Mm -hmm. because uh, what is being disputed is how the king's um, legacy will be distributed, mm, yeah, yes. uh, and um, and I, I don't think that uh, this controversy will last. Mm-hmm. I think that what will win the day is uh, tradition. I think that uh, there will be recourse yes. to uh, the conditions of the king's marriage. <laughs> And when we look at, for instance, uh, Princess Mkabai Kajama's, um, you know, her fate, is the, yes. do you think, and I'm, I'm really just pushing it here, yes. would, would it be that what we see out here now, play itself out here now with the courts now being uh, summoned to deal with this matter, that they may, like with the Princess uh, Kajama, a purging of the what, what they would call a troublemaker? I mean, we've heard um, them saying, you know, this is a, we're saddened by what's happening now, this is not good, we're embarrassed and so on? Uh, It is uh, possible, of course, uh, unless an agreement is reached. And my sense is that uh, an agreement will be reached. Uh, In the case of uh, Princess Mkabai, uh, the conditions were were different Mm -hmm. in that uh, uh, she was directly involved in the changing, the violent changing of the king. And so uh, she was banished Mm -hmm. to Ebakulusini or Escort, uh, where she had come from, uh, or which was part of uh, the Zulu kingdom, uh, because uh, those who followed after her favorite king had died, uh, were suspicious of her Mm -hmm. uh, and of her motives. Uh, that uh, even though her time as regent had passed, mm-hmm. uh, she continued to exercise yeah. great influence uh, on the Zulu throne uh, and on the succession uh, process. It, it, is this moment not seen as a threat, though, what we're seeing playing out now? 
not seen as, could you say? Is the moment not seen as a threat, what we are seeing play out now? Uh, it is a threat, and there's no doubt about it. Uh, it is a threat because uh, someone is threatening mm. um, a court uh, process uh, over succession and is disputing uh, the, the authenticity of uh, the signature on the wheel. Uh, now, my sense, of course, is that um, the will itself as a document uh, should be seen in the light of uh, what has been known on along, yes, uh, which is that um, there is a succession plan. Mm. Uh, unless there was never a succession plan, uh, then one could approach the courts to decide on these matters. But this is uh, about a, a large uh, nation, mm. uh, old uh, historically, and has historical precedents about how to settle these matters. And it is not the first time that there has been a dispute. And my sense is that uh, the courts would have to look at uh, how succession has been conducted uh, within the civil nation. And, of course, uh, the legalities of it uh, seem to me uh, to favor uh, what has happened, which is that uh, the late Queen Montombe took over as Queen Regent mm. uh, and uh, the suggestion that uh, her son, son mm. uh, Prince Mrs. Zulu, uh, is the natural successor mm. uh, to, the, to the Zulu throne. So... I'm not sure about the status of the court process mm. or the court dispute mm. in the light of, of that. Let's take a quick break. But then I'll go, I'm going to be back with you when we come back. And I'm also going to be back with some of the voice notes. that I've it's Hi, Pamela. This is Tutumela Majumondela from Deben. Uh, I just wanted to make a comment here. Uh, I heard uh, Prince Mangosutu Buterezi calling some royal children uh, illegitimate children. Uh, I would like to know if uh, King Shaga was illegitimate, if uh, uh, one would be correct to say publicly that uh, he was an illegitimate child of uh, King Senzangakona. Thank you. Afternoon, Pimelo. I hear that Mrs. Zulu is the son of the late queen, but is he the son of the late king? That's the question, because I think that's where all this conflict is coming from. All right, let's go back to Professor Mgati. Professor Mgati, did you hear all the questions? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. Uh, the first one um, is uh, that, well, the answer to the first one is that uh, uh, Queen Nandi, who became the Queen Mother, uh, became the wife of um, uh, Chief Senzanga Kona and uh, was uh, one among uh, the wives and the chief one uh, at that. So uh, at first, uh, Shaga the best, uh, was what we would call illegitimate uh, today. Uh, but uh, she came back into the fold and became the Queen Mother uh, after Shaga took over the throne. Uh, the second question, uh, I think, is about whether Mrs. Zulu is King Goodwill Zulitini's son. Um, well, as far as I know, uh, Prince Mrs. Zulu Zulu is the son of King Goodwill, King Goodwill Zulitini and Princess Mantampi, that is Queen Mantampi, yes. Shamini. Butana is calling uh, from you on the road. Butana, good afternoon. 
Good afternoon, good afternoon, and good afternoon, Prof. Prof, uh, good this, afternoon. Uh, this uh, succession plan, why was it kept confidential? Or is it something you need? Why was it reduced to uh, 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 a win? Why it was not supposed to be communicated to, uh, to, peop- to people in advance? So that they must know that uh, in future, this is our king, or this is our queen. If, if anything happened. So people are grieved because it has been reduced in, 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 a, in, a, in, a, in a will. And the will now they have to be taken to court. Budana, there, and just hold, hold on, Budana, don't leave. Um, prof, was it confidential to all of us or just to the outsiders it was confidential, but internally it was known? Well, as far as I know, it was not confidential. Yes. It was known. Yeah. Uh, in fact, it was known uh, as far back as uh, 1973 yeah. that uh, Queen Man would be the first wife. And so my understanding is that uh, when she became Queen Regent uh, recently before her passing, it was because uh, she was uh, the chief wife from the very beginning. She was the third wife of uh, King Zulitini, but oh, according no, to tradition, oh, uh, she was the first wife. Sorry, Butana, go ahead. We didn't hear you. I, I wanted to, to, to follow up saying now that this is something that, 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 that they know. Yes, that's what it oh, is. Yes. Oh, no, no, that's, that's another road now. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Butana. All right. Um, let's take another voice note, Prof. Yeah. I see Pumela, I'd like to remain anonymous. This thing of kings uh, passing away before they hand over to their kids, it's, it's a problem. Because now this fight, I don't think it's any easy fight to end it as anytime soon. Unless they give to the, the oldest son, and maybe from the first uh, wife, will be much better than to select from among the young ones. Thank you so much for your nice show. Hi guys, uh, Siswe here in East London. Uh, regarding the succession battle in the Zulu Monarch, I think it's just so fascinating to watch this Game of Thrones play out in an era where we are now no longer ruled by the monarch or by royalty, but rather by a constitution because it's literally like whatever game they're playing there, whatever rules and regulations they're playing by, ultimately they all fall under the same constitution that guides us all. So it's almost like they might as well just ask the constitutional court what to do and it's it's really fascinating. And also a quick one on, on the whole idea of one marriage being more equal than another. It's, it's, it's strange because according to the constitution, all marriages are equal, whether it's a traditional marriage or it's a civil union, like a marriage, they're all legal marriages in South African constitution. So how does one marriage then be viewed as being more the sort of greater than another? It's, it's all really fascinating. I agree. That's exactly what makes the whole thing fascinating. Prof, I was actually going to ask, how far can this case go in the courts? Could it go as far as the constitutional court? And and what do we expect to happen there if it goes up to, to the constitutional court? Yes, it could go as far as that because uh, the king was a constitutional monarch. And uh, in that sense, uh, he was answerable to the constitution yes. of the land. Yes. Uh, but I'm not quite sure if the dispute would go as far as the constitutional 
court because uh, what they are trying to resolve now is this question of succession uh, from a traditional point of view. Uh, but uh, the caller is right to point out that uh, the, the late king was a constitutional monarch, um, but also a traditional mm-hmm. monarch. And I think that the constitution recognizes mm-hmm. both customary mm-hmm. and civil marriage. Correct, yeah. Uh, so the dispute would, if it went there, still remain a dispute Mm -hmm. uh, between uh, what the Constitution regards as uh, the most authoritative form form of marriage. Uh, But I doubt if uh, it would go as far as that, unless, of course, uh, there is no uh, decision uh, or resolution among the royals themselves, um, which would obviously indicate a failure on the part of tradition, uh, or of traditional processes. Uh, so that that is as much as I could say about yeah. this, because, um, you know, constitutionally, uh, the, the late king was answerable, uh, including his subjects, uh, but traditionally, uh, the late king was also answerable, including his subjects. And, and constitutionally, there is no battle. Constitutionally, there is, you know, there is nothing that's not clear. We all understand traditional weddings and ceremonies and marriages to be as equal as civil marriages and weddings. So all of those things have been resolved already. So there is no crisis there. As far as I know, yes, yeah. there is no crisis yeah. there because the Constitution is not it's going very to favor one Correct. over the other. Yeah. Correct. All right. Mampejo is calling from Limpopo. Hi. Mampejo, good afternoon. Good afternoon, madam. Hi. Yes, I want to commend um, from Limbobo, from the royal family of Tukukun. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid this case might take long. It will go up to the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. up to the Constitutional Court, and it might end up dividing the nation. Mm-hmm. Because we use tradition and culture to solve our dispute. Mm-hmm. But now we are living in a new dispensation where the Constitution is the Supreme. Like someone said, the king was constitutional and traditional monarch. Mm. Yes, traditionally we can say, in terms of our culture and tradition, this one must become the successor. But someone would bring the element of Bill of Rights here and there. I'm talking from experience in Zimbabwe. You know, in January, we buried King to have the mm-hmm. We do, yeah. Even now, we are failing to appoint a successor. Because we are fighting among ourselves mm. to say, in terms of our culture, as our baby, mm-hmm. this is how things should come. And someone brings in the issue of constitution. Mm-hmm. And when you read the Framework Act, it says we must align our culture mm. with the constitution and not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, suppose if maybe the firstborn child of Mandombi and the late king was a girl, in terms of the culture, you would prefer a boy. But the constitution will say, no, 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 no. If the first born is a girl, the girl must become a queen. So that's the problem that we are in. We have not yet aligned our culture with the constitution. And once the case goes to a supreme, to a court of law, in our case, we were held by the, the commission of inquiry. Mm-hmm. The district started in 1974 mm-hmm. when KK from the lower house was bring into act. And when he was supposed to relinquish the, the kingship, he refused. 
went from the first call to the last call until the, 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 the commission of inquiry. Even now, after the commission of inquiry, we are still divided. So I just pray that the Zulus will not go that route because the division is not good for a powerful nation like the Zulus. Sure. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your call. Um, Prof, your comments on that one? Yes, I, I agree that uh, these uh, disputes uh, have tended to be settled in court. Uh, and because uh, that raises a clash, if you like, between mm-hmm. tradition and uh, the modern systems, uh, such as courts, um, it becomes a delayed um, resolution Mm. if it ever reaches Mm. any resolution at all, if it ever reaches any conclusion at all. And uh, the caller says uh, he wishes uh, that this does not happen Mm. in the case of uh, of the Zulu Kingdom. Uh, But one can never predict uh, what would happen if, say, for example, uh, those who are disputing uh, the, the late king's will press on uh, up to uh, the highest court uh, in the land. Uh, but uh, I still say that uh, it is highly unlikely that this will not be resolved internally within the royal family itself. And I think that it is because of the stakes here, which mm. are quite high. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these are obviously about the future mm-hmm. of uh, the king's houses. Mm. Uh, and of course, the king's progeny, uh, those who um, who have some claim, uh, they may not have, uh, they may not all have an equal claim uh, to the king's legacy, but yeah. they do have some claim in the form of uh, money, in the form of land, in the mm-hmm. form of the king's mm-hmm. legacies uh, in general. Uh, but I think it is a it, it is a very delicate. A dispute uh, to uh, to try and get around because it involves uh, not just symbolic but also material mm-hmm. um, uh, consequences. Uh, but my sense is that um, there will be a resolution, and that this resolution has already been indicated mm-hmm. in the form of uh, Queen Montombi's regency. Uh, that you know, if it was to be. Um, that there is no resolution to it, uh, there could be agreement uh, as to who has the first claim uh, to the Zulu Zulu throne. Uh, Things that might not be resolved immediately are those concerning um, material um, and, to some extent, uh, some symbolic acknowledgement of um, uh, the primacy of all uh, of the Zulu house. I, I really appreciate your time. Uh, we've got to end it here, but we could go on and on. Thank you so much, uh, Prof, and thank you for, for your insights as well. Professor Skumbuzam Gati, Head of Department of English at the University of Johannesburg. Just gone 2 o'clock. Let's go to Leander Maume for the latest in SABC 